How far down can I go before feedback? Is this kind of it? It's like you guys are so far away, and, and I'm here, and there's a desert between us, so I'm gonna get closer, but if, I'm, uh, if I feed back, just we'll all hold our ears and it'll be painful. All right. See, it, that's what happens is if you try to run from the preacher, the preacher can run for you, and uh, that's, what we're gonna, that's what's gonna happen today. But it's good because this is more of a devotion than a, than a homily. I want us to consider Luke 11 and specifically the request the disciples make. The disciples say to Jesus, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples to pray. They noticed that Jesus was going back and forth in prayer and that was something they wanted. But it's interesting how we often assume the, the question that's being asked. We assume that the question being asked is, Lord, teach us how to pray. And so immediately we launch into the rest of Luke and like, this is a primer on prayer. I'm looking for what are the four points that I need to get down to make sure my prayers hit the right boxes. You know, because it's on, it's, it, it's a matter of maximizing the return for your effort. I want to make sure, I want to have an effective prayer life. I want that to be on my card somewhere so that everybody knows he's good. And uh, we, we read that into that question. And perhaps Jesus is teaching the disciples how to pray, but actually what they asked literally was just simply, Lord, teach us to pray, to be people who actually pray, to be people who put a priority on prayer, people who, like you, go off and, and spend hours in prayer, even though there's so much that needs to be done because you can't go a day without spending time with your Father. Lord, teach us to pray as you pray. Not how to pray and what to pray, those are important, but even more important is just teach me to make it a priority, to make it part of my being so I pray. Lord, teach me to pray. And it is a priority for us. We're all here because we're children of God, redeemed and, and saved, and we know that prayer is important, but often we don't act on that priority. And perhaps we don't act on that priority because we're busy. We all have a lot to do in life. How many of you guys are in summer Greek right now? Is there very many of you? There's a few of you here. The rest of you are out busy doing things. I pray for you. It's busy, right? I mean, this summer is like flying by, and you're just maybe feeling like I'm barely keeping my head above water. And for several of you, you're taking multiple classes, jobs, family. It's busy. This has been, for me, a, a hell week, and next week will be difficult. I'm in uh, advanced research statistics. I'm not a mathematician. We're doing advanced equations, and I'm still trying to remember. Now, when you make a percentage, is it the, which do you divide first? You know, so I'm, I'm a bit behind in this whole issue here and teaching a class and doing the chapel. And it's like, it's busy. And then I'm supposed to pray? How, how can that happen? But, but Jesus begins by reminding us who God is in the Lord's Prayer, what we call the Lord's Prayer. Luke's version is, is reduced, it's, it's shrunk down, but he begins, Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, for we ourselves forgive everyone who is indebted to us, and lead us not into temptation. There's a lot we could say about prayer, and about our relationship with God, but in general, I want you to understand what Jesus is saying is, prayer is a priority because God is the answer to the busyness of your life. 
God is the reason things get done, not your work and your labor and your busyness. Unless the Lord builds a house, we labor in vain. Amen? No, no, you're supposed to say amen back. Amen? amen? I'm from the South, so, you know, when we do that, it's like, amen, I'm gonna, so do you believe it? So I'm not trying to make you feel guilty about your busyness, but I'm, what I'm telling you is Jesus is giving you the answer for your busyness. And the answer is our God, our Father, who is holy and righteous. Our Father, who forgives us, our Father who gives us our daily bread. And so when we struggle, Lord, teach us to act on the priority of prayer, what Jesus is saying, consider your Father and remember that he is the reason things get done. Remember that he is the reason that you will succeed. Labor, yes, struggle, yes, but God is the answer keep ourselves in perspective, and it makes life a whole lot less stressful. There's a bit of an arrogance to busyness. The arrogance is if I, if I accomplish it by my, if, if it's going to be accomplished, it's gonna be accomplished by my own labor, my own work. And Jesus is reminding us, if it's gonna be accomplished, it's accomplished through the Father. Pray. And then he offers a, a, a parable. And, and it's interesting the way he introduces this parable. Um, I don't know if you, you caught that, I'm gonna scroll back up. Um, he says, which of you has a friend will go to him at midnight? So which of you, we're the people in need, we're the beggars looking for bread. Which of you is the beggar that needs bread would dare to go to your friend at midnight, banging on the door, wake up, I need some bread? And it's implied that they would be saying, nah, not me. I would never do that. But Jesus says, yeah, actually that's what God wants. That's why you can be a person of prayer. It's because God wants you to bang on the door and wake him up at midnight, give me some bread. And we think that the reason why he got the bread was because he was persistent when, in, in fact, Jesus says, I don't know if you caught that, he says, uh, uh, let's see, I'm reading down through there, I lost. Even though he will not get up and give him anything because he's his friend, yet because of his impudence, his boldness that his friend gives up and gives him the bread that he needs. It's because this friend, in his boldness, is saying something about his trust in the sleeping friend. He's saying, I know that you're someone I can trust in. I know that you're someone I can depend on. I know that you will get up. Nobody else is gonna get up, but I know you will. Our requests, our prayers, are a way of honoring God. There's a TV show, perhaps you've seen some of it, I've only watched a few clips of or, or sections of it, uh, The Blue Bloods. And um, once, I, I happened to catch just a little section a few months ago, and the commissioner has two assistants that had been fighting with each other, two men that had some kind of a conflict. I don't know what it was about because I didn't see most of the show. But the one friend who's a little bit of a politician comes to the commissioner and he says, I was wrong, how do I make it right? How do I get back into a relationship with this, with this, with him. And the commissioner says, just ask him to do something for you. Ask a favor of him. Why is that going to help our relationship? How is that gonna help? And the commissioner says, when men want to respect and honor each other, they ask things of each other. And that's a way of saying, I trust you and I believe you're capable. 
And that's what Jesus is teaching us in the parable here is to be bold, to go to God, to be persistent in prayer because he's capable, he's trustworthy. Our prayers actually honor God because it's our reliance on God. And this section ends then with Jesus teaching about request. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. And I'm, I'm a bit hesitant to talk about this section because I don't want us to think too much about prayer as merely getting things because Jesus is trying to teach them to be people of prayer, not just people who ask for stuff. But it's there, so we have to, have to address it. But what Jesus is telling us is perhaps part of the reason why we are not persistent in prayer, we don't act on our priority of prayer, is because we really don't see the value in prayer. We've not seen the value of prayer. And Jesus reminds us. He reminds us that we have a Father, Christ died on the cross for our sins. He rose from the dead to give us victory, to give us life, to give us new birth, and not just new birth, plop, we're in the middle of a bunch of other people in this new birth, in this new kingdom, but to give us a father, or to bring us into a relationship with our father, and our father cares for us. And so he says, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened, because your father loves you. We're not just a beggar friend knocking on someone's door. We're a beggar child knocking on our father's door, and our father is eager to answer and eager to open and to give us the good things that we know we need. He says, who of you have, uh, as earthly sinful fathers, you know how to give good gifts to your children. Your father in heaven knows how to give you the spirit when you ask for it. He knows how to give us good gifts. So we can be people of prayer and act on a priority of prayer because it really doesn't depend on our busyness. It depends on our Father. And our Father is honored in our prayers and he is eager and anxious to give us according to our needs and our request. Lord, teach us to pray. Please join me for prayer. Heavenly Father, that is our request as well. We've studied, we know, we know about prayer. We know why we should pray. We know to whom we should pray, and we know what to pray. But so often our prayers falter in the practice of prayer. We're just too busy. We're too timid. We're perhaps discouraged. Holy Spirit, we ask you to fill us with your power and strength to transform our hearts to remind us through your word, through our brothers and sisters in Christ, that unless the Lord builds a house, we labor in vain. And in vain do we rise up early and go to bed late at night. For it is the Lord who gives us victory. To remind us that we should be bold and, and persistent in our prayers because God is honored and God responds as our Father who loves us. Thank you. Thank you, Heavenly Father for your loving kindness and giving us this precious gift, the gift to be able to approach you in prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.